What if healing cancer didn't have to be so overwhelming and confusing? What if you could access a higher level of consciousness to accelerate healing? And what if you had a clear roadmap to follow, a path to lead you out of the fear and uncertainty? Hi, I'm Dr. Katie Deming. As an oncologist who's cared for thousands of patients, let me guide you safely through the fog. My Six Pillars of Healing Cancer workshop series is now available, and it's not too late to join. Choose from a range of powerful workshops, each designed to support your healing journey, covering nutrition, emotional well-being, hydration, physical practices, the mind-body connection, and spirituality. Select only the workshops that align with you, or for a limited time, buy the entire bundle and enjoy significant savings. Don't miss this proven holistic roadmap to clarity and deep inner calm to support your healing process. Check the link in this episode's description to learn more and sign up today. Remember, you've got this. You're listening to the Born to Heal podcast with Dr. Katie Deming. On today's episode, we are talking about how a crisis shows you who you are and how you can use a crisis to improve yourself and the way that you respond. So stay tuned. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 18, I think. Yeah. Um, So on I know on our last episode, I said that there would be a second episode on subconscious mind, and I promise that I am going to go deeper into the subconscious mind on a future episode to follow up on last week's episode on the subconscious mind. But for today, I have another topic that I want to talk about before I go back to the subconscious. So this week's topic is about how crisis or challenge in your life shows you who you are, and it gives you an opportunity to show up in a way that's both empowering and help you build your self-confidence and self-trust. So as you probably know, I am a Nims Purja super fan. So he's the mountain climber in the movie 14 Peaks, Nothing is Impossible. And I've watched that movie twice now. And seriously, it is packed with so much wisdom on how to use your mind to achieve anything. But there was one quote that caught my attention yesterday when I was watching the film for a second time. And it was a quote that Nim said, when you are in the mountains, you find out who you are. And in this scene, he was talking about the constant fear of dying on these insane climbs above 8,000 meters. One wrong move and they literally could die or worse, take out one of their teammates in the process. And he didn't elaborate on what he meant by that quote, but the way that I interpreted was that he was saying in moments of such intensity, you see what you're really made of. And it made me think of facing challenges in my own life and how I get to see who I am in those moments. And same for my patients who are facing a daunting experience like cancer. 
One of my mentors has the quote, when you squeeze an orange, you get orange juice. And he always says this to remind us that whatever comes out of you when you are stressed is what is already inside of you. So for example, if you always get angry when other people do something you don't like, they're not making you angry. You already have that in you and it's just coming out when you're triggered or squeezed by them. And so I'm pondering this idea of, you know, crisis really showing you who you are. And I think that illness or any crisis in our life is not only a chance for us to see who we are, but also gives us a chance or the opportunity to show up as a better version of ourselves than we have in the past. And I think it's important to recognize that we don't have control over everything that happens in our lives, right? So someone might say, well, I didn't cause my cancer, you know, I'm just dealing with it now. And it is true that we have circumstances, we have things that just happen in our life that may be out of our control. But we always have the choice to respond in a way that is productive and constructive. And of course, we're all humans and everyone has our moments of doing things that we're not proud of. So I'm not saying that we have to be perfect, but I recognize that choosing how you respond in any challenge is a way for you to show up for yourself and show yourself what you're capable of and that this is so powerful. So I just want to give an example to look at this concept in action. And this is literally just from um, a friend of mine who I've been watching what she's posting on Facebook. And this is a friend and fellow radiation oncologist. So she's also a radiation oncologist like myself. And she recently had the unthinkable happen in her life where she lost her 12-year-old son, Miles, in an automobile accident. And to be honest, this is literally every parent's worst nightmare. And, And I'm not sure how I would even survive through such an event. And yet, in watching her, she is using her loss to spread love in the world. And she's also celebrating her son in a way that is joyous, or sorry, joyous and so beautiful. And I've seen so much grieving in my career and I have never seen someone so strong, so courageous, and with such a beautiful heart in the face of such tremendous suffering. And she's such a perfect example of as she was squeezed, we're seeing what was already inside of her, which is pure love and light. And she's showing herself and the world who she really is. And I just, that's just like one example. There are so many ways that I see this in my clinic, but I think 
because I had just seen her post a few, like a week ago, and I was in such awe. And please don't misinterpret this to say that there's a right or a wrong way of grieving. I just think it highlights the example of how you see what's inside when someone goes through something that is a huge challenge or crisis in their life. And my point is that all of us have opportunities where we can learn both who we are and we can choose to be a better version of ourselves, the version that we want to become or we want to be. And personally, I'm working through some things currently that are challenging. And I've decided that whatever happens, I want to show up with love and respect for myself and the other people in my life. And that each day I strive to be a better version of myself than I was yesterday. And I don't need to be perfect. Frankly, I slip up a lot. (laughs) But then after I slip up, I choose how I'm going to respond to that slip up. Am I going to beat myself up? Am I going to spiral? Or am I going to forgive myself, have grace, and then decide how I'm going to do better next time? And this principle of choice is possible for each of us in every moment. Whether you're facing an illness or healing emotionally, you may not have control over what's happened or what will happen, but you always have a choice in how you respond. And I think many of us miss that. We think life happens to us and that it's inevitable to fall apart or get angry if things aren't going our way. But it's not true. And and I see it firsthand in my clinic. My patients have shown me over the years that there are many different ways to respond to illness. But it requires you to recognize that you do have a choice in how you respond. And whether you're using the challenges that are occurring in your life as a way to become a better version of yourself, or whether you're going to allow yourself to feel like a victim of your circumstance. And, you know, I was watching, I'm really interested in super achievers. So watching documentaries or reading Um, books or articles around people who've done extraordinary things. And the other night I was watching, um, actually reading an article about Michael Phelps and then also watching a video from his coach. And here's someone who's clearly like a super achiever and choosing how he's responding. And he's just incredible, both, you know, athletically, but then also mentally. But one thing that was so interesting that I heard him talk about was that you know he does visualization and when he would visualize a race he would visualize the perfect race down to every stroke but then he would also envision something going wrong in a race like his goggles breaking or his suit ripping and what he would do is he would decide ahead of time how he was going to respond if that happened. And he had like an ideal response. Like if the goggles broke, he had one way that he would respond, but he also had an alternative in case that 
ideal, you know, response wasn't possible given whatever else was going on. And so instead of having to like really struggle in the moment and use mental effort to figure out what to do when something went wrong, he was already prepared for it. And so I love this concept of thinking about if you're going through treatment or if you're going through an experience that is challenging for you, how can you mentally imagine maybe some of the things that may be challenges for you and then decide ahead of time how you want to respond, how you want to choose to be in that moment? Because I think this is one of the things that happens all the time with my patients is that they get triggered by something. Something happens that was one unexpected and then all of a sudden they just start spiraling out of control and can't really pull themselves out. And I was talking to one of my patients on Friday and she had had an experience with, you know, um seeing another doctor and and getting a plan for a specific treatment but then ran in to some people who had had that treatment before and they kind of scared her to be honest. And so she found herself all of a sudden spiraling and and really having trouble getting out of it. And so we sat and talked on Friday for a little bit. And, you know, this concept of deciding ahead of time, how you're going to respond when you get knocked off kilter, and you're not going to know what the things are that are going to knock you off kilter, but you can imagine, okay, if something unexpected happens and I start to spin, how do I want to respond? How do I want to show up and choose to um, react in the moment that this happens? And and for this example, you know, we talked about okay when when something happens and and she, her really it was like she was spinning about questions about you know whether or not this was the right treatment and then about the side effects and implications on other health conditions. And so what we talked about was, okay, if you get triggered like that and you recognize that you're feeling anxious and and starting to spin, it's like, stop, you know, take a deep breath and then ask a question that can help you get the answer that is going to give you information that you can make a decision. And then based on that, then you can make another decision. But it was like she was getting so far into the future about what if, what if, what if, what if, what if that she lost sight of what she did have control over, which was asking a specific question to her doctor about that treatment so that she could answer, okay, this is even something I should be worried about instead of going down this spiral. And I think that this is something, honestly, that every single patient of mine experiences is these things trigger them and then they find themselves spinning out of control. And so what I would encourage you is to really think about, okay, what are the ways that I cope effectively and if something happens, I'm going to go to one of those two, you know, options so that I don't end up, you know, feeling out of control and like I don't have a choice about how I respond. Um, so I'm hoping that that makes sense. But like the Michael Phelps video just made me realize, oh, some of this of, you know, really choosing how you show up is thinking about how do I get triggered? How do I get, you know, kind of knocked off course and thinking about 
How would I show up in an ideal version of myself? And then trying that. And, and then you can practice, but you'll start to notice that a lot of the things that trigger you are oftentimes in similar um, areas that we have our trigger points and and you can learn to create new responses that are more empowering, more impactful. So this episode, I hope, you know, it may feel a little like tough love, but it's not meant to feel that way. This is truly how I am living my life. And I wanted to share it with you because it's such a powerful lesson that you can choose how you show up in every circumstance, regardless of what's going on. And that choosing can change your experience of life for the better. So thank you so much for being here. I'm so grateful to all of you and have a Merry Christmas if you celebrate Christmas and I will see you in a week. All right, take care. Hey, this is Dr. Katie Deming, and thank you for listening to the Born to Heal podcast. If you've gotten value from today's episode, I'd love for you to share it with your friends and loved ones. Help me create more impact around the world. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram or Facebook and visit katiedeming.com for more information on how to work with me.